Before we get into the show, we want to wish everyone a happy 4th of July. We love our country here at the Athletes Table Podcast, so let's all be safe as we enjoy the holidays and celebrate the birth of this great nation. And also, make sure to think of veteran today. We would not be able to do any of this without the men and women that have given their lives for our country. Let's exhibit a moment of silence for the fallen family and friends that have kept this country free. Yo, y'all listen up, I got something to say. I'm going to speak the truth to you, but some of y'all, you took a shortcut of convenience this summer. You was like, coach ain't here, the season's weeks away, I got time. Are you kidding me? As a college athlete, you got four, maybe five years to be great or be forgotten. So are you home taking it easy? Somebody else is out there in the heat just about killing itself to make their name great. But you got time. Yo, yo, what's good, y'all? Thank y'all for joining us here at the Athletes Table Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Kraft, and alongside me is the Lebanese Stallion. What's going on, my man? Good, everybody. How's it going today? What's going on, my man? Dude, just playing basketball, living the dream right now. Yeah, I'm still hurting. <laughs> I'm hurting pretty bad right now. I'm not going to lie. He goes, I'm only playing defense today. I'm not playing offense. And you know what he does? He hits like six threes in a row. No, what? Well, okay, I'm sorry. Okay. He steps inside the line by one step, hits six shots in a row, and then he steps one step back and everything's to the left. That's usually how that works. Trying to figure out what the heck happened. Well, I'm a defensive player, but so is Ron Artest, and well, made a world peace. Let me change that. But you saw what happened there. Won a couple of championships, drop a couple of threes, punched the guy in the face. I mean, that's how you win championships. Yeah, Kobe did. (laughs) But now, so. Before we get into it, man, thank y'all for supporting us on our social media pages. It's been a lot, all the feedback we've been getting. Um, we're going to keep on trying to bring y'all new, fresh content and bringing on all these different people from all different walks of life, man. So I really appreciate y'all the support, um, the messages, all the good, positive feedback, because that's what we're really trying to do here. We're not trying to do it for money. We're trying to give y'all different stories, different feedback. Um, every point of view on life and Exactly. That's 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 our main goal here. So I really appreciate everything that y'all been doing. Keep it up. Keep it moving. We'll we'll be reaching higher and higher every time that we get on here. Um, another thing that I wanted to bring up: if you go on our social media pages, you'll be able to find a link um, in our Instagram and in our Facebook, and I might put one up on Twitter as well. We're gonna be sponsoring with a local charity in Greenville, North Carolina. Um, it's a part of the Tabletops and Gaming Society, I believe that's what they're, East with East Carolina University. So they're going to be holding an event between November 3rd and November 5th. You can buy tickets for $7 a day or $15 for the whole weekend. 
So what they do is a local, a bunch of local businesses come out. They try to sell some of their stuff. And yeah, we're we're gonna be there. So if y'all want to come by, come check us out. We might do a live event there. We might bring a couple athletes there. And our guest, we're definitely gonna ask him today if he wants to come out and support the local. He might, yeah, I'm not say, but he he might come out and support and everything. But um, we're definitely going to be out there, and we're going to have a link in our social media pages for our GoFundMe page. All the money is going to be going to proceeds for the Children's Miracle Network. Um, they're working with the Maynard's Children's Hospital here in Greenville. And the goal is to reach a thousand dollars if possible. At the minimum, let like let's let's try to hit that and let's keep it going. We got what four months to reach that goal. November 5th, 3rd? 3rd, yeah. Give Something like that. Month. I'm not good at math. I went to East Carolina, so. <laughs> well, we're in July 1st, so you got four months. Yeah, so. Four months and two days. We're, we're going to challenge all right here today. So make sure y'all go on there, hit that link, donate, do everything. We're not keeping any of the money. It's going straight to the Children's Hospital. We're doing everything we possibly can to raise money for them. So um, make sure y'all go on there, check it out. I'll have some pages set up so that way y'all have easy access to hit the link and everything. But we appreciate everything y'all are doing. I'm going to send it over here to Lebanese Stallion to introduce our guest point of this podcast like you know and what we're trying to get out to people is everyone's journey is different winners and try to strip them to take away that they're just good yeah just admit they're good funny thing about this game you fail 70 percent of the time you can have the determination never give up you have the world in your hands the greatest glory in living lies not in never failing but rising and every single time we fall so everybody knows sports are a big thing in people's lives, but a tragedy can always take an effect and switch up your mindset and switch up what can happen in life. Um, and that definitely happened with our guest today, but he is making the most of it and he's still proving that no matter what happens in life, God is always with you and God always wants a great story to happen with you, whether it's whether it improves your life, but it's definitely to give him the glory and uh his name is Parker Birdie with the ECU baseball team. How's it going? It's going great, man. Thanks for having me on here. It's yeah. an honor to be with you guys. Yeah, that glad that you're... Intro. I know. That I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 he was in the mirror. I won't lie. That was on the spot. Didn't right, even think right. of it. Not going to lie. He's a natural guy. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, that's cool. How you living, my man? Going great, man. Just a bunch of workouts, PTs, uh, starting to run again now. So oh, man. I bet you're loving that. Dude, it feels great. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the only one out of the three of us in here yeah, that says he loves that. Yeah, I, I, I'm not loving running at all. <laughs> if I'm running, shoot whatever's going on. <laughs> yeah, nah, um, yesterday I uh, ran 300 for uh first time with a team. I ran them all wow. So with the freshmen and some of the guys are back for summer. Mm-hmm. Um, there we got workouts at six a.m. Uh, no, I don't miss. I those. I don't yeah, miss any of those workouts. That, but, um, yeah, so we had three hundreds in the morning. Then we had a workout after. But my first time back running with them, and That's good. we had three yesterday. So just a little easy, like light day, I guess, compared mm-hmm. to the eight we'll have in the fall. But um, yeah, but it felt good. Um, working to get my time down now. I just, uh, we're, our like time is like fifty five seconds is what mm-hmm. everybody's supposed to hit, but I'm at like a minute and five seconds. So I only got ten. That's 10 not terrible. Left, so could be worse. You yeah, could be one of the other guys. You know. Yeah, I ran it actually the the day before we ran it. I and my man was it was like a minute and eleven seconds, 
And I guess once you have like people out there, and forces you to go faster and harder. That competitiveness starts coming. Yeah, out. yeah, exactly. So, yep. um, yeah, so it felt good. That's so. insane. That's awesome. Well. Damn. Um, I guess I'll jump right into it. Yeah. So, what we like to ask here on first is, where are you from? What was your home life like? You know the the backstory. Right, yeah. You know where you came from, type. Yeah. Deal. So uh, I'm from a little place called Laurelburg, North Carolina, in Scotland County. Um, yeah, my my dad and mom both grew up there, and they came here to East Carolina. My wow. dad followed my mom here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it seems to happen a lot with yeah, a lot of. Uh, a lot, so he was he was chasing, and then he came here and school here okay okay my mom went to nursing school here and then wow. uh my dad did his residency in columbia south carolina and that's where they, they had me there okay. yeah so i was a game man fan it's a good for, thing he didn't go there yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah well, so actually back for before i answer all those questions is um so that's really my one of my dream schools at first was, like growing up with south mm-hmm. carolina and ecu those are like my two dream mm-hmm. schools and a guy in my hometown named Kurt Britt went to South Carolina to pitch, and uh, he had, like, a 90% scholarship, which is, like, kind of unheard of in baseball. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, so he went there and didn't do as exceed, like, as expected, and I think it was his sophomore year there, and um, the transfer portal wasn't as open as it is yeah. now. So yeah, yeah. People actually stuck it out then. This can be hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. But his dad ended up dying of uh, like his massive heart attack, Ooh. and then uh, like the day after his like funeral, or whatever, the head coach called him in and like cut his scholarship to like like twenty five percent. That's so, rough. Like, after that, I was kind of like. It's like screw South Carolina, I'm gonna go there. So that was one of those things where they kick you while you're down. Yeah, you know, exactly. like, since you're already down. Yeah, let's just go ahead and make it a little worse. Like I can tell you, uh, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so I was born there, uh, lived there for like a year and a half. Then my dad uh, got done with his residency, and then he moved back home. And then I grew up there. Um, I have two sisters, both younger than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, one's a senior in high school now, and okay. then one's a sixth grader, which is crazy. I know how that both, goes. Both of them are really crazy, like, that they're that old. Yeah. I feel like the little one's like my little baby, so she's just crazy. I'm not the only one here, then. Exactly. Thank gosh. That's what, that's what I was yeah. going to say. He was six years younger. I kind of related with Brindley because yeah. she's – Eight years younger than me. Exactly, so, exactly. Yeah. Two years is one she, thing. She like. was a little uh, God's miracle. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I grew up there, and then uh, obviously I committed here um, freshman year mm-hmm. before I even played a high school game because True. I knew I wanted to come here. So I'll say that's pretty early. Yeah. That's impressive to be yeah, able to get so that going. I on. was I was getting recruited. The summer going into my freshman year, and then um, some schools were on me, and then uh, Coach Palumbo, the recruiting coordinator here, mm-hmm. he came to like, all my games that fall, oh, wow. and like, travel ball games, and then uh, we had a tournament in, uh, I want to say it was Fort Myers, Florida, okay, or somewhere in Florida, and like, I played really good, and they offered me like <laughs> right then and there. a week later. And I kind of forced a hand a little bit by like, telling them other schools were offering, which they, I mean, it was true, but because I wanted to come there, like I would yeah. go to other camps and then change out of the shirt and put an East Carolina shirt on. <laughs> so like, I, I knew where I wanted to go. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, once they offered, I, I knew it was, committed right on the spot. Knew it was home right away. I was like, Coach, I want to be a pirate. And there you go. So I committed here and then 
uh, came here last summer and for summer school, and then my got into a boating accident last last uh, summer. It's July twenty third, so wow. my anniversary's coming up soon. And uh, so I was in the hospital for four weeks. Wow. I think, and then had a total of twenty two surgeries. And then uh, I don't know how you did it. Yeah, I really don't know how you did it. Was, it. It felt like a surgery every other day. Yeah. And the worst part about it is you can't eat. When oh yeah, it's twelve hours so, and all that. Yep. That's yeah. the worst part. That's twenty-four yeah. now. Oh, it's yeah. wow. So it was like your NPO like all the time. So, uh, so we moved. Or actually, my, my parents and my sister decided to move up here, oh, and, wow. and that's a crazy story too. Because originally they weren't going to move because like. And then kind of relocating my whole family just because yeah. of an accident. But because uh, my sister's are obviously she senior year or well, junior, yeah, yeah. Time, but she grew up with those people. And yeah. so it's it hard was, to leave like yeah, that. Yeah, it's hard to leave. So yeah. uh, it was just me and my mom up here. We're in like this one bedroom apartment and mm-hmm. we we're just, you know, just making the most out of it. And mm-hmm. then uh, my school, my sister was talking about school. And my Grace and my middle sister called my mom, like, Mom, I want to move up there. And she's like, Grace, you're just in the moment. Like, just settle down. And, uh, two weeks, like, a week later, she called back and said, Mom, I want it's to time. Up there. And then, so my parents thought that they moved up here, thankfully, because yeah. now I get home cooked meals. And, oh, and, like, must be life right there. Yeah, <laughs> in college, get home cooked meals. Yeah. That's good. And I get to hang out with my family really tight. Yeah. So, That's how we are, yeah. Yeah, so I'm moving out again in August. Oh. And. It's be rough. Bit, bittersweet. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I love my family, but I'm glad they're they're here and yeah. I can go get a home cooked meal. <laughs> want, so. so was it easy for your like parents to kind of be like, all right, yeah, you, my mom can get a job at the hospital she wanted yeah, to or whatever, um, and my dad can move his yeah, practice actually, this way. I mean, just God worked it out because um, my dad went to he went to undergrad, um, doctor or medical school, mm-hmm. and residency with a guy named Chris Osmond. Okay. And him and my dad were like best friends mm-hmm. throughout, and they still kept in contact. That's great. Still really good friends. And Chris actually lives here. Okay. And he owns uh, a, a place called Children Health Services, mm-hmm. and he offered my dad a job, and <laughs> so he took. Can't it, beat he that. Came up here, and so my dad, we moved up here, and. Like right after I got out of the hospital, so like September, October, somewhere around there. And my dad moved up here officially in February. He was wow. going back and forth for like two hours and 45 minutes. So he was. He was I bet he liked there. that when he was done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so February 1st was his first day here. Wow. Like officially, so now that everybody's here, it's. That's good. And then they still get to see you play ball a little yeah, bit, you yeah. know, so, so. They knew that if I had a chance to get back onto the field, they had to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, the PT stuff here is, like, astronomically better than back home. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Bigger I, city yeah, kind of helps city, out that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's a medical school here. That's how yeah. ACU is now for their PT. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. great yeah. hospital, great PT program, so. Yeah. So we just kind of. That's like, awesome, though. And now my sisters love it, and uh, <laughs> they're glad they moved here. Oh, I bet. I so, bet. so when was your first introduction to baseball? Oh, um, so people ask me that question a good bit, but um, so I my first toy, or I wouldn't say my first one, of my first my first baseball toy was this little thing, and it had a ball connected to it, and it could spin round and round. I'd sit there before I could even stand up with a bat. Just hit it and just go round and round. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, before I could even stand up, it's really like my introduction. But I mean, I played when I was like two, and mm-hmm. I actually started like 
actually standing up and hitting it. Me and Dad would hit in the backyard. Mm. And my dad realized they had to go to the field whenever I'd start hitting over the fence into the pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did it. Oh, I understand that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I started playing travel ball at five, and I played with my older cousin who is three years older than me. And I started, like, center field there, which I don't play outfield. So they it's stuck me in tough. center field, and then I was, like, batting last. And then, like, by the second tournament, I was batting first. <laughs> so, yeah. so, uh, so officially, like, five was okay. whenever I started playing, like, competitive baseball. But, like, whenever I was probably nine months old. The minute he walked out of the womb. Yeah. 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 I walked out of the bat. Yeah. I, I understand that. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah my, my dad played baseball. All growing up, he went to college. He was a MLB prospect, so I, I yeah. completely understand. Yeah, my dad uh, grew up playing baseball as well, and mm-hmm. he had some like D two offers, but then he chased one while I'm here, and just sometimes it, it works out, out for the better. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, uh, yep. so yeah, he had like I think like Methodist, Pfeiffer, and mm-hmm. this is when they were like a little bit bigger than they are now. Yeah, and he, he had like all these like D two D three offers. So you, you got your baseball up from your dad. No. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say he like forced it on me, but it was kind of natural. And it was like, come on, take yeah, it. You don't yeah, even yeah. want the bat, just You're take like, the bat. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not golf club bat. Yeah, he's like. First toy is going to be a baseball yeah. play. So, yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's how my parents were. Yeah. yeah. My parents were just like, all right, whatever's athletic, that's what we're giving them. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. That's, that's what I got. Yeah. So, growing up, I didn't really play, like, football or anything. Just, mm-hmm. I was strictly, like, baseball. I played, like, church league basketball. Mm-hmm. But I was mm-hmm. not very good. And I was straight defensive <laughs> player. I got, I got fouled out every game. So. Yeah. I it's either I led the league in blocks or I led the yeah, league in fouls. I, I, it was one of the two. I, I, I mean, I have quick hands, so I stole the ball a lot. Mm. And I was a really good defensive player, but I could not shoot worth anything. <laughs> so, I would I, dude, I'd miss layups. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, wide open layups. Don't and, worry. I'd do the same. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, it was basketball was never my thing. So, but I, my dad's a pediatrician, obviously, and he's mm. seen all these injuries with football and all that stuff. So he never really let me play football growing up. And then a middle school, I had a coach named uh, Coach McLean, and uh, he knew my dad pretty well. And he's like, Jeff, why don't you let him play baseball or uh, football? And my dad's like, well, if he wants to, we can be convinced yeah. him. Like, we can. So 10th grade, I started playing. I was defensive lineman. I was nose guard. I, I know those days. I, I know. Fat, chubby kid. <laughs> and then I All got, those home-cooked meals. I feel like every athlete who gets recruited has two loves. Macaroni and chocolate yeah, cake. Dude, I don't know what it is. Chocolate layer cake. My yeah. mom See, like, I told you. I know it. My cousin who was a doctor I told you about, yeah. he uh, ran the Boston Marathon, ran in college and everything. Yeah. His love was chocolate cake yeah, and mac and cheese. Is, my exactly. brother's thing was mac and cheese. I don't know about yeah. chocolate cake, but mac yeah, and cheese yeah, was yeah, his yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, so the next year, eighth grade year, uh, Coach McClain came back up to me. He was like, hey, we don't have a quarterback. I was like, well, Coach, I have a defensive line. <laughs> so, You're problem. barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, so he's like, what do you feel? You're a baseball player. What yeah. do you feel about playing quarterback? I was like, man, I can give it a try. Yeah. I never played it, but why not? So I transitioned to quarterback eighth grade year, played ninth grade year. And then after I committed, I quit that like, just focused. Yeah. yeah. yeah so. so you guys have a really similar story because he was a quarterback and played baseball. Yeah. Quarterback played baseball. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty pretty yeah, sweet. I played four years. And yeah. I, as soon as I started hearing recruitments and everything, I was like, I'm not really going to pursue that anymore. Yeah, exactly. That's how it was. I was a, obviously a quarterback. My offensive line on JV sucked my ninth grade year. 
and I was running for my life, and I got picked <laughs> up and slammed on my neck. And uh, after the game, I was sitting there talking to one of the, one of my coaches in middle school, and he was, he, like, he loved me playing football and all this and that. He's like, hey, Parker, I think it's time you get football up. I was like, what are you saying? I suck. <laughs> <laughs> I threw, like, three touchdowns in the rush, like, two. But it was like, no, like, you're too good at baseball to be getting yeah. dumped on your neck. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like, I think it's, it's not worth that. So, uh, I would always tease the the football coach at uh, Scotland and like go to all the summer workouts and stuff. Oh my and, goodness! Like, when it came down to it, I would never like I would never go back out there. Yeah, they always that's why I was like I just don't want to get hurt for baseball. <laughs> did, so, did you go to Scotland County? Yeah, Scotland High School. Yeah, they got a football program over there. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Samir White. It, might, it wasn't yeah. obviously the JV team, though. No. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, JV's not where it's at there. It's, yeah. It's the I knew a lot of people play for New Hanover. Yeah. I know oh, New yeah. Hanover and Scotland, they had a thing. Yeah, they have, we played them a lot in, like, deep round of playoffs. Because so. mm-hmm. you went to Pender, right? No, I went – so I went to Trask, but we went up the – we played a lot of New Hanover teams. We played, like, Laney and um, – we didn't play Hogger. We played Laney and Ashley. Uh, yeah, well, New Hanover – no – Mm, no, one of the, one of the Wilmington teams, uh, they they put us out my junior year in baseball. Oof. So, yeah, they were it, it could have been New Hanover yeah. or Hogger. Laney was. It was Hogger. It was Hogger. Hogger. Yeah. yeah. If I were to gone back to stayed in the Wilmington area, that's where I would have went to Hogger. Yeah. Hogger had a, they always have a good program. I know a lot of people that came out of there ended yeah. up playing in college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they um they were good. That's like. That year was a, like the COVID year or the year after COVID, so it was like played fourteen games in regular season, mm-hmm. and then they did the seating weird. They literally drew up a hat. Like, that's mm-hmm. exactly that's what they did in some places in yeah, like so Raleigh they drew and stuff. Up a hat. We were like, uh, I think we were like the three seed, so we mm-hmm. got a good like draw. Mm-hmm. But then like Hogger came in at like fifteen seed, like <laughs> some like high seed like that. Yeah, and because they beat like the good team because yeah. it was drawn out of a hat. Right. And so we matched up with them, and it was a good game. We were, probably, we were really, like, evenly matched with them, and they just – But actually more like a championship game yeah, than exactly, the – or, like, exactly. a quarterfinals game. Was that, was game that the year that New Hanover won it all? Is uh, that the year that Blake Walson and all them were playing? I think – I don't know. That was my junior year. That was my last year of 4A. So, mm-hmm. yeah, New Hanover won it all. Yeah, I yeah. believe that was the year because that team was stacked. Stacked, yeah. bro. Stacked. Blake Walson went in, like, the first round. The yeah. one that we were talking about on yeah, time yeah, radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were stacked. They had, like, three guys that were, yeah. like, dudes. He's getting pulled sure. up this year, too. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of dudes getting pulled this year that were drafted two, three years ago. Yeah, him. Mackenzie Gore's already yeah. up there. Yeah, Mackenzie Gore's at ECU guy. Yep, yep. There's he's a bunch of dudes. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I haven't seen him around because he's actually in the pros now. I was going to say, it's in the league right now, yeah. Whatever he's like. He's in Washington right now, ain't he? Yeah, he got yeah. traded to the East Coast. Hey. That's good. Got to get there somehow, right? I said, he's getting his reps in Washington because yeah. uh, they are not looking good. Yeah, I mean, that's good for my Bravos, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter. We need, we need the Phillies to, yeah. to level out a little we don't bit. Worry about the, we don't worry about the Nats. We don't worry about the Mets. Yeah. The Mets are trash. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Mets but, are terrible. The, the uh, Marlins are really good this year. Yeah, but we just that's beat, we beat really them last well. night. And the night. We, yeah. we, I just got a... A notification not too long ago. We beat them seven nothing. Yeah. Man, so. See, I follow the Marlins a lot too. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was like, yeah, they look pretty good. This year. I'm like, bro, we just beat y'all sixteen to two. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey. Sixteen yaks. It happens. It happens. I mean, look at what happened with the Angels. 
24 to 4 and or 24 to 1 and then they lose a series yeah, 49 to 10. Yeah, you look after Otani, they ain't got no pitching. And you look on their offensive side, they got Trout and they got Otani. You're just proving my point. It's front office. Bro. I know, you're just proving my point. It's <laughs> okay. Front you can take That's my point and keep last, running with it if you want. Last what, 12 years or oh. so that Trout's been hey, there. Hey, hey, hey. I'm just going to tell you this. When team sucks for so long and they finally start doing better, I can brag because that was my team. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's the Dolphins, the Marlins, How many you people name. go on a show and do better management moves than the Angels right now? A lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. You go on YouTube and you can pull up people doing better management moves. They're like, I don't know what the Angels are doing. You just have to do this, this, and this. And it's like, come on, man. Like, you're selling jerseys, but that's all you're doing. It's better than the Dodgers. That's all I got to say. Silence, people. Silence. Just better than the he Dodgers. You have an answer. All right. I. Got an answer. You fire the GM. You fire everything you got to, and then go out there. What? And then you hobby, uh, you hire Bobby Boucher. Hey, if it works, it works. Fucking Rick Vaughn. It works. It works. Hey, I see Rick Vaughn with the championship. I don't see him not with the championship. That's true. You know what movie we're talking about? Nah. Major League oh, with yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's put it this way, guys. I'm born in '96. Dylan's born in '97. Very beginning of '90s. Yeah, and so close enough to '96. And Parker here, really close to 03, but 04. I'm 04, baby. Proud, so. Proud of 04, baby. Hey. January 4, 2004. So That's crazy. When January comes around, I'm going to text that. <laughs> oh, we will. We will. We will. You'll definitely see that. So, yeah. Uh, I think my mom's due date was like January 5th. So, actually. And came came the day early. early. Yeah. So. Yeah. I came right down the middle. Yeah. 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 Between the 9th and the. No, thirteenth and the nineteenth, and I came the sixteenth. So I'm, I'm no, I'm no bad. Yeah, be, I'll be on the safe side right there. You I know, mean, you could have picked your jersey number at sixteen. I I thought about it. This is the best number. Out <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Dad. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Come on, bro. I, I read number eleven pretty good. I was thirty-one. I couldn't get ten for Chipper, so I got the next best thing. That's eleven. My dad wore fifteen, so yeah. See, I, I wore thirty-one because they used to call me Mister ESPN when I handled the ball. <laughs> Nobody's ever called you that. Oh yeah, no, back home, yeah, that's what I was called. Really? Mm-hmm. That's why I was number thirty-one. Do you want to know what my nickname was in college? You suck ass. Uh, no, what? <laughs> I, I can't say it. Just say it. The pelvic buster. Oh my gosh, that doesn't surprise me. That was my nickname in college. That does not surprise me. Because track, because track was like you gotta, you gotta use your hips. You gotta get your hips into it. So, yeah, you see right there, picture. You see people is right there. Yeah, um, yeah, that was my, that was my nickname. There's so many comebacks right now, but I just don't want to use any of them. And now everybody's gonna know what my nickname. Is. Pelvic thruster. Save your own name. Well, we got a Lebanese down here. <laughs> I thought you do intro. Hey, Dylan, how's it going? The pelvic thruster. Uh. <laughs> Man, I ain't heard that in a hot minute. If I try to do it now, I'll probably break my hip. What a surprise me. Guys, let's just put it this way. Dylan is an 85-year-old man living in a 26-year-old body. Why do they need to know that? You just got to get it out there, people. Call him the old man if you see him on the streets. Go back to the guest. Don't talk about me. Parker, what's your nickname? What does the team give you as a nickname? Uh, just PB, man. Kind of I like that. Yeah. PB and J. PB and J right yeah, there. Yeah. My first name's Jeffrey, actually. PB and J, baby. I got you. I got you, bro. Yeah, so it's, they kept it simple. That's they, easy. They, yeah, yeah. That's... <laughs> They have had some nicknames for people that just. Oh. I'm glad. 
laughing. Well, have you heard the? Uh, Dustin... I mean, they, they do call me like Peg Leg Parker every once in a while, but I mean, I embrace that. I hey, you gotta take it and roll. Yeah, with you, it. you know, you gotta have fun with. If it. you can like, laugh at yourself a little bit, that I'll makes life so much myself, easier. I make more jokes about myself than other people do. And my best, re- I, I love when people don't know how to react, hmm. but they want to laugh, but they can't. <laughs> or they, they, I they definitely can't. understand that. Yeah, so they're just like sitting there trying not to laugh. I'm like, bro, you can laugh. Like, so what I'm hearing is people are going to hear this and they're going to start chanting that whenever they see you come out of the dugout next season. That'd be pretty. We'll come up with a sign. We're going to have a sign in the jungle for you. So every time you run out, all you see is that sign. Yeah, every time. We got the season tickets next year. Oh, Let's get it. Hey, man, actually, I was in the hospital after I got my liver injury. Uh, our first game back was NC State, oh, and my gosh. girlfriend goes there. So I, I mean, I hate NC State in the first place, but that she goes there it makes me <laughs> makes even more. Hate it even more. <laughs> 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 more when she came here, but uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, so the first game, I was like, I want to walk out into the middle of the field with uh, like an actual wooden leg and say, "I'm like so a funny. real pirate." That is so funny. Have the sword on your hip, yes, hat on exactly. your head, parrot on your right. shoulder. I, I did realize the recovery process was so long, I had to let everything heal up with oh, yeah. my leg and all that. So I thought I was like, going out of the hospital, I'm going to get my leg back. I don't wait till December. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. So, so that's this was, year's goal yeah, is to do yeah, that. Yeah, I was crunching it instead. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, so. Do you ever have that feeling? I got to ask because I know a few people who've had yeah. like, some limbs amputated or like stuff like that. The, Do you ever get like that ghost feeling? Yeah, like the leg is no, yeah. They actually uh, they had a good plan at the hospital for me. They put me on some drip because they knew it was kind of coming, mm-hmm. and they put me on some drip in the ICU and all the formula they had for it. It, was, it helped with all the phantom pain. So hmm, interesting. Thankfully, I don't have it. I mean, I know some people that have like it's called phantom sensation. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't necessarily hurt them, but they're like, yeah, I'm wiggling my toes right now. And they have a prostate leg, and you're like, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. No, you're not. And they're like, yeah, I can feel it, but I mean, I don't have any of that. I, whenever I get first got amputated, I was laying on like the hospital bed. I was just like looking up, like not really looking down, and my dad's at the end of the bed. He's like tickling my foot that's not there. I'm like, Dad, stop. And he's like, Can you feel that? I'm like, Yeah, I can. He's like, How? I'm that's like, insane. I have no idea, but I can. But it went away after like three days. That's crazy. Yeah, I I it's a whole, it. it's a whole brain thing. Yeah, Cause I saw a video one time. System, the whole, system, yeah. Cause I've seen videos where they put a fake hand here and then they put your real hand here, and then they start touching this part of your hand, mm-hmm. and then they'll touch here at the same time, and you start feeling that this, and then you move this hand, or you move this hand behind your back afterwards, and you can still feel yeah, every time exactly. somebody's touching that hand. It's so, it's, it's crazy, a whole man. science behind. It's yeah. really crazy. It's really works, crazy. Man. Yeah. Um, so when you were in the hospital bed and you heard the news that you had to get it taken right, off, yeah. what was that whole scene like? Were you, um, were you yeah. kind of like, no, I don't want to do it. Yes, yeah, I got to so do it. It was, was kind of crazy, man. Because in the hospital, you're not sleeping past 6 o'clock in the morning. Cause oh, I believe it. Yeah, because that's when like all the doctors are changing shifts and all mm-hmm. the residents and, and all that. So they come and give them the report. So at 6 o'clock in the morning, my doctor, Dr. Yamaguchi is his name, he came in. That's a heck of a name. Yeah. That's a doctor name. This Asian guy, absolute brilliant. Yeah. But, uh, showed like zero emotion. But uh, you oh can tell he cared, but yeah. he just did not show it. I so think he's he having a yeah. like, good morning. I was like, good morning, whatever. And uh, he's like, uh, 
So we have two options. I'm okay. He's like, uh, we can continue on this drip that we have you on right now, which isn't really working, and uh, your the infection can spread to your, like, your kidneys, your lungs, and mm. you can basically end up dying. Yeah. Or we can just am- amputate your right lower extremity and just do like a little shrug like that. I was like, hmm. Don't really have two options. Like, <laughs> uh, it's more like one uh, option and then one. Right, I can yeah, risk it. <laughs> you want to die? You just want to go like, yeah, yeah. You said. So I was like, oh, option number two is a little better than me. <laughs> so I actually didn't cry when he told me. I kind of held it together. My dad and mom were both there because yeah. uh, they called him in there. And then uh, it's a big decision to be. Yeah, honest. exactly. So um, they came that or they walked out, and I started crying for like ten minutes probably, and then I like. Like clean myself up, and my dad's like, "You're not sad. Like, why are you not crying anymore?" I was like, "Well, I mean, if we have to have it amputated, then let's do it and let's, let's get mm-hmm. moving with life." Because I mean, I don't want to keep sitting here in a hospital bed or have yeah. a limb that doesn't really work. I mean, this thing right here. I mean, I'm not able to use it to the full function yet, but once I do, I know it's going to be just as good as a regular leg. So, right. mm-hmm. I mean, the, and with the technology nowadays, they can oh, make, you might have a regular leg in a couple exactly, of years. You never know. Exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, so I was like, all right, this is amputated, and I found out the whole prosthetic world and the whole amputee world is absolutely phenomenal. So mm-hmm. I'm glad I made that decision. Yeah, of, risking it and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that too. For sure. I mean, that's almost like the Inky Johnson type deal. Yeah, he had the option exactly of doing, it, but he it. kept it's, it, and it just dangles there, kind of. Yeah, exactly. So, so I mean, I'm sure Inky probably thinks some days like why is do it, yeah. and then other days I think his thing though. He's, he's really good at person. using it to show, yeah, exactly, hey, you yeah. know, you I can mean, do I whatever you want. I've kind of, I'm kind of going to model my life a little bit around him because, mm-hmm. I mean, he had tragedy happen to him. I mean, he was about mm-hmm. to be a first-round draft pick, oh, yeah. and then that happened to him. So, mm-hmm. I mean, but he's using the bad situation for good, and mm-hmm. I kind of be a public speaker as well. So, yeah. uh, I think my message is going to be a, kind of similar to Inky and just – like try to motivate people just to uh, get off the couch and yeah, absolutely, because, absolutely. I mean, even though bad things happen in life, like life still goes on and mm-hmm. still do great mm-hmm. things. I mean, I'm obviously still trying to play baseball, but I mean, I was trying to go to the next next level after college. Yeah. but right. now I realize like, hey, it's probably not in my cards. But you know, Paralympics is or public speaking is or inspiring others. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, like just helping out others, and I mean. And at AC baseball, our big thing is like, what's your why? Yeah. Like, why Why are you doing this? Like, why are you here playing baseball? Like, what What do you Why do you love it? And I actually kind of came across my why today because <laughs> um, I was swimming at Aquaventure because I swim okay. a lot, and um, I got out of the pool or whatever, and I'm walking to the locker room to like change and everything, and this lady stopped me. He's like, Hey, Hey, Parker. I was like, Hey, which isn't very uncommon because yeah. a lot of people know me here, but. Yeah, like, exactly. I, get, I get that. Exactly. I, I tell you yeah. that. So it's pretty hard. Everybody to, knows the Yeah, it's, it's pretty hard <laughs> to hide a prosthetic. Yeah, and that too. So people are yeah. And she's like, I, I know, I knew, I, I recognize you in the water, but I couldn't put a name to it and all this and that. I was like, it's when she's like, do you know who I am? I was like. Not a clue. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, I don't. She's like, well, I was one of your charge nurses in the hospital. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I'm sorry. I was really delusional at that time. Like, <laughs> it was I a crazy time that. for me. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, and you had a mask on and, yeah, like, yeah. all this and that. She's like, oh, no, I don't expect you to remember and all this and that. Well, there was a lady in the pool that was training her son at the time. And she's like, hey, Parker, did you happen to see the, the young lady that was with me before? And I was like, yeah, I saw her because... I threw out my brakes. I was looking at the clock over there, and they were kind of right there. So I was like, yes, ma'am, I saw her. And she's like, 
but she was born with like limb differential in her like arms, oh, wow. and she like doesn't have some of my leg or like some of her leg. I was like, oh really? And she's like, yeah. She saw you swimming over there, and she was like, who is that? And she told him who I was, whatever. And she's like, I want to go meet him. And so she didn't come over there because she said I was in my zone, which. I wish you would have, so I could have got a little yeah. break. But um, <laughs> good excuse right there. Good excuse right there. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just like seeing like how you can inspire others. Oh yeah. Because people come up to me all the time. It's like you're such an inspiration, and I mean, obviously, I take it as a compliment. I'm like, thank you. And but I'm always like, what I inspire you to do? Because like, yeah. if I just inspire you to, to like just be like, oh, just to be like, oh yeah, you're yeah, good. Yeah. Like, oh, you're doing a great thing. You're inspirational. Yeah. But I want to inspire people to like do something with life. Yeah. Like, and that could be speaking to teams throughout the exactly. country, you know. Right. That, exa- that's why I, exactly like Inky. Is, yeah. you, I know you talk about you were going into public speaking and stuff right. for school and everything. Yeah, yeah. What is, what is some stuff outside of like school and everything you've been doing for like public speaking wise? Like are you doing events right now? Right. Like- um. So it's really anybody that contacts me. Really. Right. Uh, so I actually I'm about to it's going through compliance right now, but I'm about to sign with this marketing agency, mm-hmm. and uh, it's called Helium Sports, mm-hmm. and uh, they're gonna get me in touch with a lot of like connections in the public speaking world, and then uh, they're like a bunch of training courses I can take online, and then mm-hmm. I actually recently found out because my sister just taught ECU, but uh, in the communications department there's this thing where you can go and it's like this. Just a simulator, but you can practice like live. Oh, yeah, oh, that's so pretty cool. I, I heard about the for athletics. Yeah, yeah. We talked about getting that when yeah, I was here, so, but never got it yet. Yeah, so my mom actually told me about that, and so I'm probably gonna do that a good bit now that I know that it's out there yeah. for me, and just you know just practicing it and just trying to perfect it. But I'm talking to a lot of like schools right now, and like like middle schools, and mm-hmm. I talked at some athletic banquets and churches as well. Yeah. Um, I try not to do too many churches because I mean it kind of gets repetitive yeah. that yeah. department a little bit but um, I mean anything I can impact people really cause yeah. I try to pick and choose really like what I want to do because like there's some stuff that obviously has more meaning and value right? and um, I can know that I can reach out to others in a positive ad or a positive message and I really like talking to like kids and like or people my age really because mm-hmm. They can. I feel like they can relate to me a little Absolutely, bit better. Absolutely, yeah. And like, I like talking to high schoolers like rather than like, like little kids because yeah, little kids no. don't listen really. They're yeah, you got school. that middle school like sixth, seventh yeah. grade is when you can start talking to yeah, those. Yeah, exactly. That age so group. if anything below like <laughs> elementary school, like they're just there because their yeah. teacher told them to Before go there. Go, yeah. Uh, but like the middle school level, I really like. I enjoy talking to those guys because I mean I feel like they can relate to me a little bit because mm-hmm. I, mean, I was in high school. I guess two years now. Yeah, not even. Like a year ago. So, um, yeah, just like anything that comes across, whenever I do check my email, sometimes (laughs) emails come across. So, yeah, actually, um, I'm planning. So, I do have some big engagements coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Chrissy Overton. uh, So, uh, she, her dad owned Overton's here. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Wait, man, he, uh, he lives over at Lake Christie. Yeah. Which, really? They like, said a cross-country meet. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah so, yeah. y'all, dude, it's freaking it's huge awesome. and beautiful. Wow. He's got a whole golf course. Yeah, there. so he built that lake for his daughter, Christy. Both of them. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they named it after Christy Overton. <laughs> and uh, Parker Overton is the guy's name. Mm-hmm. And uh, But she has this magazine, and I uh, cannot... 
Dude, I can't really tell you what the name of it is right now, but mm-hmm. what it does is she goes into prisons and tells the word of God. And kind of like Tim Tebow does. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And she amazing. makes a magazine about people like that transformed their life. And she has an event every like fall, I think. And last year was Dale Strawberry came in and talked. Oh, that's really cool. And this year I had the opportunity to talk. That's and, amazing. And tell my story and hopefully reach others. And then um, I'm actually talking to a hospital in Edenton mm-hmm. in October. Okay. In that situation right now. So really anything that can come come across. Absolutely. Right? That's amazing. That's... Yeah, because I feel like I can kind of impact the hospital a little bit because – I mean, that's what their job is, yeah. is to help people like me whenever I'm in a crucial situation. And gives it back situation. to them yeah, that exactly. helped you, and, yeah. And uh, maybe just, like, seeing positive things that they can help contribute. Because they see a lot of I, mean, I wouldn't stuff. be here today without my surgeons, my yeah. nurses, even though I don't really recognize them. <laughs> when I'm in the mask didn't just, help either. The mask did, did not help. Yeah, so. it did not help at all. Plus, the fact that I had one every 12 hours oh, yeah. also right. did not help. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just trying to give back whatever. I, um, I didn't know Kristen was going on it because she she went to Olympic. Did she go to Olympic trials? Uh, I dude, I'm not quite sure, but I know she reached to the world champion at one point. With, yeah, with um, I remember because I, I talked to Parker Overton a couple of times. Yeah, when I was out there. He's cool, baby. Yeah, cool guy. Yeah, uh, I, I had dinner with my family, and Chris Chrissy's family had dinner not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're great people, bro. Really, yeah. really God oriented family. That's so really good. I mean, I think they. Adopted two kids, wow. and um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if she's able to have kids or not. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure, like what the reason it is. But I mean, just great family. So, so one thing I do like to ask because I know faith in Christ plays a lot in my life. Right. Um, how did that help you get through this situation? Yeah. How did your faith help you go through it all? Yeah. Um. It was really the only reason I'm here, and only reason I have a positive attitude because um. So whenever I was got into the accident, obviously it's pretty big blood here. That's going to have your your leg. Yeah, absolutely. But Especially then, as a high athlete. Exactly. You know, everything. Yeah, but people were seeing me like throughout the community were seeing me stuff like every single second. So like, <laughs> which I'm so thankful for. But, absolutely, but it but adds up to at the same very, time. Very, very overwhelming, but um, but you just seeing everything that he does and like mm-hmm. at a time. Not really me. I'm really more of a what's next type of guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I like those keep the past in the past and just get better each and yeah. every day. But it was really like my parents that um, I would say have to like face reality a little bit more than me. I, I honestly tell people that they had a harder time than I, I did. They didn't lose anything, but mm-hmm. um, just seeing their kid like get hurt and stuff. But I think that's the only reason my parents are still like in a kind of a positive attitude now because mm-hmm. my dad. For the longest time, dude, he was he was down pretty bad. Yeah. But um, I I think they realized that the only way they could get through it was with Christ. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, before my accident, we tried to go to church a lot, and we were very we were a God oriented family. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, like with travel ball and how busy our schedules Absolutely, were, yeah, it's really hard to get to church. But I mean, my parents implied like implanted my wife mm-hmm. throughout my whole entire childhood. So. Um, we always knew it was there, and we were always a good Christian family. But after my accident, dude, it's like it amped up more. Yeah, like yep. it's like reality hit. Like, hey man, like you can go anytime. Yep. Cause like, yep. It, like growing up, you don't think that you're gonna die at a young age. Yeah. Like, hey man, I'm gonna die at ninety eight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whatever. You think you got the next fifty, sixty, yeah, seventy exactly. years? Like, like, yeah. Yeah. I can. I can live right now, and I'm gonna get saved when I'm seventy five. Yeah. And go, hey. Exactly. 
But like in reality, that's not how it is. Like you can die. We could all die right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. So um. Yeah. Yeah. Just knowing that, like you gotta live for him instead of living for mm. yourself is really the main thing. And then I've kind of like Jeremiah twenty nine eleven is really my Bible verse that mm. like I kind of imply my life on now and like. You know, just really just trying to share that light to others and Absolutely. showing that he's, like, what he can do. And, I mean, I think my plan is, uh, he obviously had a different plan than I did. Oh, yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Uh, Just I understand that one. It's, it's a hard pill to swallow sometimes because, obviously, mm -hmm. I want to play Major League Baseball, and yeah. I have since I was sitting down hitting that little toy. Since he walked and out of the room with the bat and the ball. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but, I mean, his will is greater than ours, mm -hmm. so... Um, I'm just happy I can live Absolutely. another day. Oh, yeah. 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 No, I understand that. God's will is definitely and, and different. It's almost like a godsend, too, that you mm -hmm. were in the Greenville area Dude. when everything happened. Because Greenville is so, like, people, they talk crap about Greenville. Oh, yeah. And you hear a lot of that, especially, like, students and everything. They're like, you yeah. come here for school and then you leave. Yeah, exactly. But, like, me, like, I live in Greenville. Yeah. And I will say the whole area itself, is a very God-centric... Dude, I can't tell you... If I sat here and told you my the stuff in my story that God was there, it's insane. So, I'm just going to tell you a couple of them because, I mean, it's a long story, but my parents got a call from my girlfriend that was on the boat, like, hey, you need to get Greenville Parker's dying. Wow. That's exactly what she told me. And they were two and a half hours away in Lorenberg. So my dad is absolutely flying down the interstate I know how that goes. on his shoulder of the road, and uh, his tire like popped because he's on the shoulder of the road. Nails the everything, yeah. And everything, and it's like four o'clock on the Saturday, <sighs> and my mom's busting at him. And, you know, it's those high. Hurry up, we gotta get there. Hurry like, up, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, Jeff, where are we gonna find a place where we replace our tire on a four o'clock on a Saturday? So she just goes to her maps and looked up tire shops. Well, 600 feet away was a Hispanic tire shop that knew no English. And my dad or my mom doesn't know any Spanish. <laughs> but they could just tell in the panic of their, like, just their panic of their emotions and stuff that they, they needed help urgently. And uh, there was one tire in the whole entire shop that would fit my dad's car. One tire, and That's crazy. they put it on there in like five minutes, and got my parents and my sisters and my sister boyfriend back on the road, and they got there like probably an hour after that. But That's crazy. just stuff like that, and then like whenever I got into my accident, so it was me, this guy named Dixon Williams, local kid, mm -hmm. uh, two guys on the boat, Miles Curley, and then uh, Colby Thorndike, my girlfriend, and the driver. And uh, so Colby was waving down boats as Miles was tying tourniquets around my legs, which the only reason Miles knew to do that is because his best friend back home, which he uh, lived in Florida, mm. uh, died in a boating accident. Oof. So he knew all the boating 101 stuff. And so he knew what to do with the tourniquets and everything. So they like with the tourniquets, I mean, they were tearing off their shirts and like wrapping it, wrapping it belts, up. whatever they could find. Yeah, whatever right. they could find. And, so Colby was waving down the boats while well, the first boat stopped, and it was like this family. I guess I didn't really look at them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you had other things to yeah, worry about. Was, uh, <laughs> so uh, in Tom's situation, it's like, hey, we need help, and they're like, um, I'm sorry, we can't really help. There's kids on the boat, um, but here's a first aid kit. And they're like, this isn't going to help at all. Yeah. So they continue to wave down boats, and the second boat stopped, 
and on the boat was two couples. And the reason why we couldn't move is because the rope was caught up in the propeller and everything. Mm. So we had to get help from another boat. And uh, so they waved down the second boat, and it was two couples on the boat, and they were going back to the marina because one of the couples got into an argument. <laughs> and so they, it always helps. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they were going back in. They stopped for us, and I, of course we helped. So they moved me on to that boat, and the lady that was helping me on that boat was a nurse. Oh wow! Yeah, exactly. Really so, perfect timing and everything. Exactly. So they took me to the marina where there's an ambulance waiting on me. The ambulance took me to uh, Washington Hospital where they had a helicopter waiting on me, and they wow. rushed me right to the helicopter. And the first question I got on the helicopter was. After they cut off my shorts and my underwear, I was like, oh, this is really embarrassing. Right <laughs> yeah, please, I'm not lucky. Just got out of water. <laughs> like, it's not the best. <laughs> no good situation. Uh. Yeah, and I actually have a funny story after that about that, too. But um, so the first question was, are you Jehovah Witness? And I was like, that's a really random question right yeah. now. And I was like, no, ma'am. And later on, I found out that Jehovah Witnesses can't like receive blood products or any other thing from. Other Interesting. People. I didn't know that. So, Interesting. Never yeah. knew that. So if I would have said yes to that, they wouldn't have been able to do anything and really just sit there and watch me die. That's really a random question to ask in that yeah, exactly. instance, you so, know. But I mean, I guess they respect religion and everything. Yeah. So I didn't like forget that. Let's save yeah, me. Help no, me. Yeah. Save me. But they, <laughs> they, they believe, I guess that. If you receive blood products that you're, from other people that you're not going to go to heaven. Interesting. So Interesting. Uh, I guess some people just deny. Learned something it. new there the day. That's yeah, a exactly. that's a southern stat right there. It is. It really. Is. No, nobody else will know that. Yeah, exactly. No. So, um, and all the reason I know that is because my parents informed me after I told them like what they said. So, like, yeah, you're like, that's uh, what calls Jehovah Witness. And I was like, <laughs> what does this mean? Yeah, I, was like, I was like, I know they go to door to door, but that's that's about all I know. Yeah, but. Um, so I was laying there on the the um, the hospital bed or helicopter or whatever, and um, my after they gave me all the plasma and all the blood products they had in the whole entire helicopter, my like uh, blood pressure was sixty over thirty, which you're not supposed to be. And I was conscious the whole entire time. That's insane. Every detail that happened. That's and, that's insane right there. Yeah. And so I had this this moment and like. I felt like my body came up for myself and I could see myself laying there. Yeah. So it was like an extreme, like, that was like a God moment. I knew I was yeah. like, I was knocking on the door to heaven right now. I was yeah. probably waiting in the line to talk to Jesus or something. <laughs> and I just happened to come back down. And I mean, I've, you hear stories all the time of people that have passed away and came yeah. back and like all of the stuff they said about like heaven. Yeah. yeah. So you know it's true, man. This, oh yeah. There's no way people. No, I mean the same stories over and over. No, I. I that's wild. That's like that. That is really yeah, wild. It's one of those, those out of body experiences. That yeah. I hope nobody has, that's, but it, it's a reality check when you do have it. Yeah. You're like, dude, there's more than just life on this earth. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So, I mean, definitely. Wild, wild experiences, man. That but is, the story I was gonna tell you about is they rushed me into the the <laughs> the um the trauma station there and uh there was this black lady this big black lady it was the first person i saw she's like hey baby i have to do a covid test on you i'm like god this is a lot of irrelevant stuff no, yeah, that doesn't need to take place right now are you not going to treat me if i have covid yeah, yeah. Going, ah, it's COVID. i guess you're gonna die right there yeah Jeez. but um i was like no ma'am uh i was like okay and then uh 
I was like, please don't judge me right now. I'm typically not not like this. <laughs> She's like, it's okay, baby. Some people are growers and not showers. I'm oh, like, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared for that yeah. statement. Uh. <laughs> I was like, thank you. And now I went to sleep like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm over. I made it. Okay. <laughs> Golly. Jeez. Just so, have that question asked right then and there, yeah, you know? Exactly. Or not question, statement yeah, said. I know, exactly. I'm like, yep, yeah, she's like the mood a lot. <laughs> it helps, though. It helps, though. You know, that mood is right there. It I mean, changes. Just, takes a tense situation to make it a little bit more relaxed. Yeah, exactly, yeah. They, I mean, the whole entire environment was great, dude. It's yeah. huge. I mean, I'm glad to be out there, but. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. It's, it's a really good place. I mean, it's, I didn't realize how big it was until I had surgery and they had to like wheel me all the way to the surgery room. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, are we ever gonna get there? Oh yeah. So how how do your parents like living in Greenville now? Oh, they love it, dude. I mean, it's a bigger city. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like the combination of Raleigh and Lawrenburg. Like it's it's like the perfect difference. size for them. Yeah. It's 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 good. I mean, they both grew up in Lawrenburg, so it's it was a big change at first. Yeah. But my dad having connections, and my mom met, uh, like, the whole city of people, it feels like. And, yeah. I mean, everybody kind of rallied around me, and then, obviously, my parents were there, too. So, mm-hmm. um, they love it, dude. I yeah, mean, that's good. It's a great area to grow up kids I mean, yeah my sisters love it here too. it's still your typical southern town it's yeah, not yeah, it's yeah. not quite big like raleigh where everybody from new york new jersey yeah. california are moving to yeah. or charlotte that's double the size and all exactly. that stuff yeah. we only want to get into that no no yeah. I, I, i'm well, trying well, to stay off the soapbox charlotte okay? wilmington like keep me off the soapbox yeah. i'm trying to move to the moorhead exactly. right, that's my yeah. goal <laughs> I, I can see it. i'm trying to get off that soapbox <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. So I like work out in Moorhead City. So I'm yeah. I'm I was actually there yesterday. Oh really? Um, yeah. So I was down there going deep sea fishing. But you know, my goal is to be down that way by the water. It's low population. You yeah. know, I'm trying to stay in that. Chill people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go out on the boat. We're, chill try, we're trying to move the podcast. Yeah, we're trying to move like headquarters down that way. Oh really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So if you ever want to come down, stuff, you know. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I went deep fishing two times. All right. The first yeah. experience I was in Aruba. And that's a great experience to have, you know. Like, start. Hey, that's a great start right there. <laughs> you might say it's a good start, but bad finish. Oh boy. So, <laughs> yeah. that's not good. so you signed up for like all the excursions and mm-hmm. stuff. So my dad signed us up for like me, my sister, and him. Oh, we never been went deep sea fishing ever. So we're like, dude, it's gonna be so much fun. So we get there at like you know, it's like five o'clock in the morning. Right. Yeah. And we're looking for the boat. I'm like, dude, I don't see a deep sea fishing boat. And then it's this little kayak right there. No, I, I, it was a John boat with a motor. Nice, <laughs> exactly what it was. I love it. So we, we get out, we're going out there, and we're like, dude, this is crazy. Like, why yeah. are we here? And we get out there, and we're we're trying to fish for the a fish or whatever. And the guy's like, we're too deep. We're like, you can get too deep deep sea fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Thought I was gonna end the name. Yeah. But, uh, How far did y'all go out? I dude, I have no idea. Well, obviously, it's, went like twenty miles. Yeah, <laughs> with, with that boat. So I was just like, "All right." So we go back in. Don't catch anything. He's like, "We're still too deep." All right. Then all of a sudden, there he's like, "There's a hole in our boat." We're like, "What?" Excuse me. We're, we're, we're too deep right now. What, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, "Another boat's gonna come in and come out here and get us." 
So another boat comes out there. Dude, if I tell you, it's a, like a replica of a John boat <laughs> with a motor. I'm like, dude, it's the exact same boat coming out here. So he transitioned to that boat. And when, like, that boat had this seat that had, like, one screw left in it. Oh, my So, my dad was sitting in it, and he's getting his ab workout. So, we caught zero fish, and it wasted our time. And, but the second time we went out was in, I think it was in Florida, but it was a good time. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, the first time I went out, I was interning down in Moorhead at the office I'm at now. Yeah. And uh, my boss took me out. Great day. You know, he has yeah. an older boat, 1980s, 1990s boat. He fixed it up himself. We went out there with his dad, a co-worker, a uh, buddy of mine that graduated from ECU here, and then my boss. Go out, and my boss is my age. You know, he's born about six months older than I am. And um, so we're out there fishing, and we put one reel in, wait, bring it in, because the bait got taken and just didn't get right, anything. Yeah, yeah. So we go over, and I, I reeled it in, bring, put it up on the thing. And I was going to wash my hand off because uh, there was still, like, a little bit of slime left on the uh, treble. Yeah. Threw it off. As I come, as I go over to bend over to get the thing, to wash my hands a little bit, this other boat comes by. And just enough to rock us like this, yeah. the treble gets stuck right here oh. in my, like, almost in my armpit. And uh, oh. I'm sitting there, like, half a day in a cabin that has no AC and it's 100 degrees yeah. outside, shining pure heat on us. I'm over there messing with it while all of them are catching mahi mahi, amber jacks, you know, like all the good stuff to go catch. I'm like, dude, come on, like, really? Uh, yeah. So I, I was trying to pull it out and I pull it through instead. Um, but yeah, so that was my first experience. And yesterday was we went on this boat where you like, um, you rent, or you pay for like 100 bucks, you go out with like 60 other people, 50 other people, and they give you poles, bait, everything. And, Went and everybody was catching, uh, what did I tell you? Snapper, yeah, black yeah. sea bass. Dude, my papa um, loves fishing, bro. Really? He loves it. <laughs> not deep sea fishing, just fishing. fishing yeah, we're getting my dad fish, into it, so. Fishing every day except Sundays because he's a pastor and he's like okay. a really religious guy. Like, this. yeah. If he doesn't make it heaven, I, I don't try. <laughs> <laughs> he is like the perfect example, but, um, dude. He's a man, bro. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's... So, I got to ask. I know you told us one of your guys earlier, but who do you look up to nowadays? Like, who is your inspiration? I know you said Inky earlier and you had some other guys, but, Um, like, who do you really go, okay, if I have to be, whether it's in athletics, whether it's in life in general, who do you kind of go after? Like, your grandfather? Yeah, well, my grandpa's obviously, I think, probably the best man ever alive, but, um... Mm. I know I put you on the spot. I didn't yeah, mean to do that. I didn't mean to do that, good. but um, I mean I really like what like Tim Tebow's doing. Mm-hmm. I mean he's keeping Christ in way everything he's doing. And Absolutely, it really good stuff. But like athletic wise, I would say like Kobe Bryant's a man, bro. Oh Kobe's really? A man. You're the Kobe guy. Yeah, Kobe yeah. guy. Yeah, the younger generation. Kobe's a man, bro. I, mean, I don't think he's a goat, but like, okay, okay, I can live. They're, they're no, <laughs> MJ's a goat. Right. But, we got it. We're good. But, We're good. We're good. But with mindset-wise, I mean he's, MJ too, but like, but no, Kobe was Kobe's different just, level. Like, a killer, bro. And yeah. I love it. I mean, he just outwork because that's kind of how I am. Just outwork everybody. Just mm. silence. Just it's working key. silence, but like. I mean, just all the Kobe stories, and mm-hmm. I mean. Did you hear about the time when he tore his Achilles and he tried to keep hooping? Nah. So he was the trainer there was. Oh, is that whenever he went out and shot, shot the, free the two throws? free throws? Yeah. So he tore his Achilles. They call a timeout. He comes over on the side of the bench and stuff like that. And he's in pain, and the whole time he's trying to pull his Achilles down. Yeah. 
And he tells him, he goes, man, can you just give me a shot? Or can you, like, go inside and tape it down? And he goes, that's not how it works. Yeah. He goes, can you just, like, you know, whatever. And he goes, no, that's not how it works. So he goes, well, what can I do? He goes, you're going to have to have surgery. Obviously, that's number one. You pop your Achilles. Then he goes, if you want to walk off on your own power, you can. Um, we can go right now. You're out of the game. Or you can go shoot the free throws, and I'll let you do that. And then as soon as you make both, you have to come out because you can't run. You can't even walk because yeah. he tried to walk on his heel. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, you can't walk with a torn Achilles. No, no. But, like, what he was doing, you know how he was kind of, like, limping where he wouldn't really bend yeah. his ankle, but he was, like, trying to figure out how can he go, keep going. Because yeah, you're basically just walking on your ankle. Go, like yeah, yeah. So he's trying and figuring out. Goes and shoots his two free throws, and then goes has the surgery. But in the end... It was all a shot at Paul Pierce back in, like, 2010 when Paul Pierce tore his, I don't know if it was his Achilles or a calf or whatever, and he had to be taken off on a, a wheelchair and all that kind of stuff, and he was just like, yep, that's the reason why I went ahead and shot yeah. those two free throws, yeah. you know, to show. And, and, yeah. It made both of them. It did. It did, yeah. yeah. I would absolutely hate to see Kobe in the business world right now. If he were, well, if he were still here, rest in peace. But. Well, you, you know what the speculation of why he was killed, like, why he died was? There was a company called Black Mamba who was making, I want to say it's a caffeine pill or a like a Viagra pill. It's one or the other. Yeah. And uh, they wanted the Black Mamba name. But Kobe has that trademark for himself. And uh, supposedly the rumor is, and or conspiracy theory or whatever you want to say is, is that they hired something or uh, altered his helicopter to crash yeah. not necessarily to kill him but to crash yeah. and do all that but that's that's supposedly the the theory because yeah. it was happening right around the same time and they were going to law or going to court because of it so um their yeah. body armor took it and started running with it and making well because that was the last thing he invested in before yeah, he died was body armor right before, yeah, yeah. Dude, we smart guy that too. Oh, dude body armor so freaking good yeah, yeah. <laughs> i, I could drink that for days <laughs> i used to sell it i literally had freaking like coolers full of it mm -hmm. and like it would they will sell out within a week. Yeah. I'll tell you, ever since I started like watching what I eat, like sugar-wise what I eat and stuff, um, Body Armor Light tastes so much better now. Because you don't taste any of that sugar particles in it. You just taste a natural fruit juice. It's amazing. It's amazing. Because I don't, it's like what I do is I don't eat any like white sugar, white flour, brown sugar, none of that. I eat like coconut sugar, honey, like all natural stuff. The minute like you taste something different, you're like, oh, I can taste the sugar in that. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. taste the sweetener. I can taste whatever. So that's crazy. Um, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. really wild. It's yeah, really it's wild. Out of yeah, I, I went ahead and cheated and had a vanilla coke, but that's okay. He's cheating over here. It's one day. It one day. All the sugar. It is. I did. So I really did. I was like, I could taste the sugar. I was like, man, I can taste the vanilla. That that's was how really I am with sweet tea. I don't drink it much anymore, but. Sweet tea is where it's at. Bro. I had my first sip of sweet tea in seven months today. Really? And I, I was like, I could taste a lemon in this. Yeah, <laughs> I could never I taste it before. I can, I'll give up. I thought it was squirt. No, no. Was, I just, I just messing. Hush. <laughs> I give up sweet tea before I give up some drop. Okay, I can see that. I, I, can't, I can't give up some drop. That's just, that's the southern man in me coming out. I can't do it. Yeah. Sun drop. Sun drop. That's a drink you don't really see. No, anymore. no, no, no. Now you're seeing like Cheerwine and you're yeah. seeing Coke and Pepsi. And the Cheerwine's an old one, too. It's a Salisbury, North Carolina thing. Yeah, they, ha they have a Cheerwine festival every year. Mm -hmm. Cheerwine ice cream, if you ever have it. Yeah. Well, you can only find yeah. Sundrop in two states, and it's Missouri and North Carolina. I don't even think you can find really? it in Missouri half the time. Probably not. It's originally from Missouri. Yeah. yeah. Really? It's yeah. from St. Louis. And then the guy that, I, I think if the story's right, the guy that developed it and made it, Moved to North Carolina after a couple of years of doing it in Missouri, 
and then it just went wildfire in North Carolina, and now everybody here. <laughs> it's like I Mountain. Mean, there, it's, are, there are parts of the one that made it. It's like Mountain Dew in West Virginia. Paint, it's like Mountain Dew in West Virginia. Yeah. Mountain Dew. Dude. My parents are that Mountain Dew like everybody. <laughs> I think that's just a southern thing, man. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> like we went to this pizza place up in West Virginia because my uncle lives up there, yeah. and uh, <laughs> it's called Hassan's Pizza or something. And my mom goes, man, watch the lady we have that brings us the pizza or serves us is going to have only like one tooth or no teeth or something like that. Because yeah. all they do is chug Mountain Dew and sweet tea. Comes out. She had literally one tooth standing up. God bless her heart. But uh, she had one tooth standing up. And she's like, I hope you guys love this pizza. And I just said to myself, please don't. No teeth in here. No teeth in here. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, um, one thing we do like to ask on this episode, on this podcast is... Um, if you had any advice for the next generation, whether it's playing in sports or just life in general, what would something that you would tell tell them? I know you do uh, it on the yeah. regular basis with your public yeah, yeah. speaking, but yeah, just um, to get out here. Just to keep going, really, no matter what. And just really that mindset I said with the what's next, I think that once I switch my mindset to that, that's really um, where everything changed. And just the 1% better thing that we preach at ACU. But, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's really true. If you just work each day to get 1% better, then you'll ultimately get to your goal. And yeah. um, just outwork everybody in the room because, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, hard work goes a lot further than talent every single time. Yeah, so, I, I agree with that 100%. Yeah, so um, outwork everybody and just put God first always. And mm-hmm. uh, just because something bad happens, like, I mean, losing a limb, or, I mean, obviously it doesn't have to go to that extent, but, like, tearing the ACL, yeah, yeah, yeah. just getting injured or getting benched or whatever it is, um, life's not over, and, like, your sport may not be over either. So um, you just work each and every day to get better, and if that guy's in front of you, get better than him because mm-hmm. it's at work. And, Absolutely. Um, just go get your ultimate goal. So. Well, at the end of the day, God's got a plan for us no matter Absolutely. what. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's always going to be for his will, not ours. So. Sports has taken all of us to a different direction. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, us doing media, you're doing um, the social gatherings, everything. Right. Yeah, yeah. Possibly doing Paralympics. You, know, exactly. you never know. Exactly. You never know what's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Javelin runway. <laughs> I can see him swimming. I can see him swimming. I can see him doing javelin. I can see him doing it all. Yeah. Let me know. I got you, bro. I got you. I, I can set you up, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on here, man. Yeah, yeah thank you guys for having me. We'd love to have you on again right before oh, the yeah. semester starts or right before this to, season. Yeah, just let, let get an know. update, life update, because, you know, you never know what can happen between yeah, now and then. So. Right. But uh, one thing I do want to ask for you, what are your expectations for yourself this season? Like, what is your goal yeah, through goal, summer workouts and getting um, to the season starts? Get back onto the field, man. I don't really care if, I mean, last year I wanted to start as a freshman, which is everybody's goal. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm not saying I don't want to start because I don't want to start, <laughs> but dude, I, I've realized that as long as I get back onto the field and show that like anything's possible is really the only goal. Um, mm-hmm. Whether that be a pinch hit and roll this year or mm-hmm. a DH roll or play, go to outfield, which mm-hmm. I'm actually thinking about doing now. Wow. Yeah, That's a big so change from shortstop yeah. to... Well, just, yeah. just think, like, from our side. Yeah. How viral it would go if you got on the field. I mean, that's a... How how good that would be for, like, what you're trying to do. And that's a cinematic movies are made of right there. Exactly, yeah. So, that's funny, too. Mark Wahlberg's playing him. I can tell you that now. (laughs) Talking about God's will, bro, because... There's actually a documentary that's going to come out on me. Man, uh, we're ahead of the speed just by that much. (laughs) So, a guy named Eric Cochran, who, um, he works with Challenge Athletes Foundation. Okay. Um, 
who reached out to me from the very beginning. They heard my story, whatever, and a guy named Bob Babbitt who's in and like leads all the CAF yeah. stuff. And um, he reached reached out to my mom, told him what CAF was. And my mom was getting swarmed with like messages at the time. <laughs> oh, so I believe it. It's like kind of your generic like, thank you so much. We'll get back in touch because they're like. Uh, we can fly them out to Chicago in October and get them laid oh, off and that. So, and my accident happened in July yeah. 23rd. So it was kind of like bang, bang. <sighs> but, um, she's like, yeah, we'll definitely keep in touch, whatever. Kind of just blew them off. Well, Bob reached back out. Uh, I would like to say it was probably February-ish. And uh, he was like, hey, um, we're still here if you guys need us. Hope everything's going well. Just your generic, just like. Hey, we're still yeah. here. Please, yeah. please acknowledge us yeah, a little yeah, bit. Exactly. So, my mom was, my dad was kind of felt like the man, like the man that was kind of cut out of the picture at the time because yeah. my mom was the Facebook celebrity with because she was <laughs> keeping everybody updated with my yeah, uh, rehab yeah. and like when I was in the hospital because her initial goal wasn't to get like all the famous or anything like that. Was just and the only reason she even posted on Facebook because initially she wouldn't even post it. Is, yeah. Um, because we're from Lombard, North Carolina, which is small uh, town small USA. Town. And the story was getting switched up to where like, like the same day my accident happened to where like my dad was driving the boat or my cousin was driving the boat or it was my cousin in the, in the accident sent me. So my mom just put it out there to clarify what happened yeah. and then it kind of just blew up and then everybody <laughs> was asking her for updates and just kept on and on. So Everybody knew my mom from Facebook, and everybody mm-hmm. knew me, obviously, from my accident. So, in town, they're like, who's this guy? And it was my dad. So, mom kind of, once they felt bad for him, but like he needed something to do to feel more involved. Yeah. Which, I mean, he's so involved with my life in general, and he always has been. But, um, but so, my dad, my dad's a big reader, and he was traveling a lot at the time because he was going back and forth with his jobs. Yeah. And so, he was listening, like doing a lot of audio books, and... He dude, he's loves David Goggins. And, <laughs> My um, man, that's David. David. That's the man. David lift the Goggins, boat. Who's gonna lift the Goggins boat? David Goggins is the man, bro. But he's insane. Oh, he is. Insane. 100%. Have insane. you tried his workout for one day? Whew. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so <laughs> that's my insane. dad was reading all these books, and David Goggins uh, is an ultra marathon runner, and so was uh, um, Bob Babbitt. Okay. So. Um, uh, he actually mentioned Bob Abbott into it in his book. Yeah. So mom said, "Hey Jeff, like, there's this guy that keeps reaching out to me. His name's Bob Babbitt. He's t- like told him what he was reaching out for." And my dad said, "Wait, what's his name?" And she said, "Bob Babbitt, and he's like, he's the owner of Challenge Athletes Foundation." And my dad goes, "No way!" And like immediately jumps on it, calls Bob, and um, they talk for a long time, and they get me out to. Uh, I go to a prosthetist in Chicago now, now Dave Rodder, and the CAF actually gave me a grant for this leg, which oh, wow. is uh, kind of made for baseball. It's like kind of has a runner's leg, like yeah. a Paralympian would have, but it has a split foot to and push off the, the wow. sides. And this prosthetist is an absolute like personalization. Yeah. That's right. And the reason why they know who this prosthetist was is because. A guy was born without any limbs. He has he's a above knee, below knee, and then he has no hands. He his name's Landis Sims. He lived in Iowa, Illinois, somewhere around there. It's not Illinois. It's, I think it's Iowa. But um, his goal was to play varsity baseball. In his oh life, wow! Right, and so Eric Cochran, the movie guy, 
he um, saw Landis at this some event, and he's like, this guy is unreal. Like, yeah. He's playing without anything. Feet. Yeah. Because yeah, was, Landis was swinging the bat, like he was holding it obviously different than most people, but he was making it work with no hands. And so all these connections led to like me and Landis are pretty good friends now. And the Landis is playing varsity baseball and his prosthetist is Dave Rotter who created uh, this socket for Landis to where he puts his nub into the socket and attaches to his bat. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So where he, (laughs) he actually, like, Can like legit swing ball. a little bit he of it. Legit swing with his bottom hand. Well, he uses top hand too, but yeah. his bottom hand where he gets like all the whip, mm-hmm. like yeah. his uh, actual hand. And so Dave's like the man. That's but, awesome. Uh, like through this, like the opportunity with Eric came up with the documentary, and he did one on Landis. Actually, that's where they kind of made each other, and um, it's called No Hands, No Feet, No Limits. I think that's called. that's a great. Great yeah, title. Great yeah. title. So he did it. It was like his seven to eight year like documentary. That's amazing. But he's he's like pre- preparing everything to do one on me too. So he's been filming a lot, and I'm actually got the honor to be like the CAF CAF athlete of the year. Oh, that's so a, congratulations! Another, another thing. Uh, speaking of engagement, I'm going out to the Hamptons August fourth. Oh, Mr. Fancy Pants over here. Exactly. Well, Hamptons. Exactly. No, no, I just, exactly. just says. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to go to just to see because people yeah. say how what it looks like. Yeah, exactly. But um, because they hold like um some event up there and like all these sponsors and all these millionaires yeah, exactly. get all this money to CAF, and so I get to go tell my story and like show them why they're donating. Yeah, basically. But um. I don't know where I was going with it, but, um, <laughs> yeah, so I get to go there. Oh, August 4th is the date that I get to go up there, and August 4th was also the day of my amputation. So wow. The so one year anniversary, I'll be speaking to, like, people that impacted my life through giving me grant that had this leg yeah, yeah. to get back up to the field, so pretty cool stuff. So, it is, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. It's well, when it- working hard on it, and he's rallying up the money right now to get because. He's, I mean, he has to get sponsored from, like, I talked to Aflac and, like, all these. Can anybody donate to him? Uh, anybody he, he wants, yeah. I mean, um, anything will help with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I can give you his email and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we'll put it up on a post so people can yeah. donate it. Too. Yeah, dude, he's he's a man, bro. He's a really great guy. That's awesome. He's, That's awesome. When is when is your episode or your uh, documentary supposed to come out? Uh, I don't know the exact timeline on it because he's still like doing it in the works. Yeah, he's. Uh, I do know he's coming down the fifteenth of this month to start uh, filming a little bit more because he he made a video for the Hamptons and he already has that video out. Is Cool video I'll show y'all after this. Yeah. But, um, Where can you find his stuff at? Um, he has an Instagram, but uh, the No Hands, No Feet, No Limits is, I think it's on Amazon. Or okay. App, Apple TV. Apple TV? Okay. Yeah, okay. So right. it's on one of those platforms. So I don't know where mine's going to be streamed at, but <laughs> as long as it reaches people. And That's exactly. Place, well, if you would like, before the series comes out, the documentary comes yeah. out, we'd love to have you back on. So yeah. that way you can well, promote I, it again. Yes, and exactly, then... Yeah. Um, in November, when we have our engagement that we were talking about prior, yeah. that's going to the Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, if you'd like to come out and yeah, speak to some of the, because it's gonna be right I've here on campus. Talked to them and yeah. They said that we were good to go. Yeah, I talked yeah. to them earlier. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm behind on that game. Yeah, I'm sorry. Hate on some, behind on others. Up, yeah, yeah, I know, right? I gotta catch up. <laughs> no, I was out on a boat too long. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I love. I mean, I love to. I mean, those people yeah. are the reason why I'm here. So, 
I mean, and I mean, children. My, my sister's boyfriend, who was like one of my best friends growing up, played baseball with him. He had uh, cancer twice, actually. <sighs> so he just beat it again like a year ago. That's awesome, though. But like he, he, like he could beat he it, it, you know, yeah, twice. He beat it twice, and um, he had um, leukemia. Leukemia. Like, yeah. 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 So um, he got it when he was ten, and so I've seen him like with children's hospitals, mm-hmm. like growing up, mm-hmm. and I mean he did the whole chemo and the hair, and I shaved my head for him when mm-hmm. I was like oh. eleven, ten, whatever. Man, <laughs> and uh, but it's crazy that he's my sister's boyfriend yes. now, and he has a tattoo of me on his le- on his right leg, on his calf, and it's the rump is uh, sixteen, and Romans with birds around it. Oh, that's funny. That's and cool. That's a clever, got, clever yeah, exactly. intake of it. Well, people got a lot of tattoos of, like fighter, but instead of the I and the G, it's like sixteen. Oh, okay. And uh, so that was kind of like my thing the whole time was fighter, yeah. and like, like ten people got tattoos of it, which is insane. That is insane. And like, I might do something on social media. Yeah, yeah. I might got some stuff. I can yeah, do. exactly. Fighter so, sixteen. Yeah. yeah, but uh, so he got the Roman numeral sixteen. And that's pretty cool. He got two tattoos in one day, and those those were his first tattoos. The first one. He got his bicep, and it's the two and O. It's uh, like it's in for him and it's like two and then O. So it's talking about cancer. Yeah, and then he got mine. Obviously. That's amazing. But, yeah, I love that. Great guy. That's ah, uh, that is a lot and right then, there. And then I got a tattoo of my best friend. People are always like, "What is it?" But it's two stick men, but they're eating popcorn and have a Parker's barbecue hat on because there's two pictures combined. And oh, so, that's so funny. A picture of us eating popcorn, and there's a picture of us with uh, Parker barbecue hats on. That's that's so, that's clever like, too. Like that's clever, that. yeah. It's kind of unique, and then I got one on my chest. It's according to the back cage back home with my dad. My dad has oh. one of ribs. That was his first tattoo as well. Oh wow! Huh. So that's amazing. Wow, interesting. Interesting. Different interesting. stuff every day. Yeah. I want your leg sleeve. Oh dang. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> I think my next tattoo though, I'm gonna get like the dotted lines like right here and or like right here and it's to like where it represents where they cut. Yeah. Oh, that that's like clever actually. Yeah, yeah, that's clever. But instead of like scissors, I want it to be like the scalpel. Oh, oh <laughs> so was it the was it the rope that got you or was it the uh, propeller? So, so I was swimming back into the uh, to the boat. I was like ten yards away. To, like, it was probably not even like, yeah. that far away, but. I was like kind of holding on to the rope to like help me get back, like yeah, get make it a little in. bit easier. And the guy put it in reverse. He, I, it's, I don't really. You always put it in neutral. Never, yeah, never touch it. Exactly, or just cut it off. Yeah. But um, he says it got knocked in reverse, or he put it in reverse to get closer. I don't really know the yeah. reason why it got reversed, but got got knocked into reverse, whatever, and. The rope got caught up into the propeller and it uh, kind of like whipped you, sucked me in under it. And then I pushed off with my left hand, and then I think it either stopped because of the rope or he cut it off or something yeah. happened. And uh, That's I was wild. able, and the guy that from Florida jumped in immediately wow. and helped me get back to the boat. That's insane. So I got a scar on my left hand for I pushed off, and I got like, because it hit both of my legs, and then I got like all of Oh, that. geez. And then that, and then that's where they took the skin grafts from right there. Wow, so that's yeah. intense. That's a that's that's, that's, story, that's baby. man. Well, so. you can tell people about that. You yeah, know, like exactly. you can make yeah, up some good stories about that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I love when people ask how I got my leg cut off because I so 
Depends on who it is. If it's like a serious conversation, I'll tell them the truth. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, dude, I got a bear attack. Yeah. I, I got the shark. <laughs> shark came after me. You know, yeah, like I was so. Like, dude, I was like fighting a bull. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Crazy. But, yeah, I actually tell them the Best truth. one. I was driving a. I was driving a monster truck. Fell out of it and just ran over my leg. Exactly. I don't know what happened. Yeah. So stupid girl. Well, I don't want to do like the typical. Like, I got into a motor like, accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your. Like diabetes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, some crazy like. Yeah, I mean, you you could come up with some good stories about that. Yeah, that's it's definitely that. But God's plan, bro. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I appreciate you coming. Yeah, yeah man, absolutely. I hope I'm a regular here. So. Oh, dude, we well we ha- we're trying to have baseball night here. You yeah. know, trying because we all follow baseball, whether it's mm-hmm. the Braves or the Red Sox, Marlins, doesn't matter who it is. We Big all follow. Guy. <laughs> I can't get over that. That's good. That's <laughs> man, bro. So maybe as soon as October hit, or not October, September, August time when. Baseball is kind of wrapping up into the playoff yeah, section. Yeah. Um, so maybe do like midweek. Thursday. We have a show that's on Thursdays called the Midweek Breakdown, and uh, we kind of talk about what's hot in sports. And like, yeah, if you would yeah. like to come yeah, on, I'd love to. I mean, yeah, we, yeah. we make trips down here all the. I make trips down here all the time, and yeah. he comes up to Raleigh. But we can definitely do something if you like. Yeah. You yeah know? If you got if you got anything that you want to share with like anybody yeah. around, and you can you got some stuff like yeah, I do yeah. all our socials, so hit me up. Yeah, yeah. I'll be yeah. able to help you out, do whatever cool, we can. Bro. Yeah, I appreciate we're it. here, so if you ever yeah. need anything, we're here too. Thank so you, uh, I know you got family here, but you know sometimes yeah. it's you're, you're, easier to get around family from family too, a little yeah. bit. It's sometimes Definitely. to talk it out. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, but, yeah, guys, thank uh, thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, make sure y'all hit up Parker on his social media. Where can they find you at? Uh, my Instagram is Parker Bird P A R K E R D Y R D. And it has two D's at the end because I can't do Parker Bird. <laughs> <laughs> my, Love it. My Twitter is Parker Bird 11. Yep. And be on the lookout for that link to be able to donate so that he can get his story out there in movie form. Definitely. Not, yeah. not just in this yeah, podcast. Yeah, we'll have all that set up on there so that way you can do that. You can yep. you can donate to the Maynard's Hospital. Um, be sure to – y'all come out. Check us out. We might be doing some stuff with that. You yep. see Parker. You might see some banana, Savannah Banana players come out. You never know. Um, might have a couple other things going on. So yep. Might have some track athletes out might there. Might have some track yep. athletes. Might have yep. some different things going on. So, yeah, make sure y'all hit us up. Like, comment, subscribe. November 3rd through the 5th, Greenville, North Carolina, be there. Yes, sir. And with that, this is The Athletes Table. This is a Beyond Sports Media production, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube.